drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday here on the podcast. I'm your host, Derek Oakry. We are going to talk some football today, some Lions football. I might get into a whole bunch of other topics because I got somebody on the show. He's batting about 500, making it to the show, but he's the bro of all bros. You guys know who he is. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Stefan is back in the building, ready to talk some Lions, just bros talking ball. Stefan, you actually made it. You're here on the pod. I, I, I. It's it's happening. How how you doing this week, my man? You know what, bro? I'm doing as uh as good as I can. You know, enjoyed the holiday break. Enjoyed seeing some, some things from the Lions. Didn't didn't enjoy a lot from the Michigan game, but nonetheless, we're here. Uh, we're alive. We made it through another uh, bowl season, and uh, excited to talk football. Bro, we might talk about all that because, you know, normally, like, we'll review the game that just happened. But, like, I'm just looking at it and I'm like, very poor performance by the Lions against Seattle. You know, we're not going to break that down line by line. We're not going to bore people to death like some of the other Lions podcasts out there. There's not much to talk about. But I got I got questions for you, man. I need to know your takes. I need to know your thoughts. If you got any, bro. I need some strong opinions from you. I need something that's going to make the people laugh and enjoy the show. So I think it's just bros talking ball today. I think I'm just going to fire questions at you. And you do your best to both entertain, educate, and uh, do what you do here on the show. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm going to drop some knowledge on the people. <laughs> I'm no one's up. <laughs> well, well, let's not let's not mess around. Let's take down your music that you demand that I put on every time you come on. You're like, Okri, I'm only coming on the show if I have entrance music, so I have to do it for you, bro. And it's it's kind of embarrassing, but I I, I hook you up because you're a good buddy. So, like, let's let's dive right into this. Like I said, we're not going on a big review about the Lions, but. You know, they went out to Seattle, dropped 51 points on that defense. You know, the offense put up a few plays here or there. Did anything big catch your eye, bro? Did anything say, like, wow, we got beat down, but? Well, first, let me just address, <laughs> you know, your comments. You know, I, I appreciate you being such a good a good guy there. Oh, great. <laughs> um you know, I need I need the music. I need to boost my ego. You know, I don't got a lot going for me these days as far as sports go. So, you Bruh. know, got to get the juices flowing somehow. But uh, <laughs> with that being said, you know, coming to the Lions game, you know, obviously there's, of course, you know, St. Brown. He's, he's looking good. He's coming on strong. You, you can't complain about that. Uh, it was nice to see him kind of, you know, elevate the last few weeks, take his game to the next level. Um, you know, I think he pairs well with with Reynolds as well. You know, nice to see a couple pieces 
um, playing consistently. So, hey, there's always that. There's always a little bit of upside looking forward next year. Um, you know, just something, a uh, little something to build off of it. Yeah, it was a weird one for me. Like, I had predicted, you know, Seattle was going to have a, you know, try to drop a bomb on us, which they did. You know, I was like, hey, they've been playing down. So, of course, you know, they were due to play up and play well. They did. Um, Lions defense have been playing pretty well. So, they were due for slip up. They did. Um, you know, the only thing that caught me is sort of like, I don't care how, you know, beat up your team is. You can't be giving up 50. <laughs> I mean, that's that's inexcusable. You just can't have that happen in the National Football League. And then, yeah, of course, when you give up 50, you're going to have a few offensive plays here or there. So people are going on and on about, you know, look at what St. Brown did. And look at what, you know, Cordero Hodge made a few catches. It's like... I mean, we didn't even know half the roster out there. So I guess my big frustration is, you know, I can't wait for the NFL or week when the Lions got it all together. They're rolling. They got stuff to play for. And you don't have to look there and go, like, not know half the roster or see Tim Boyle out there playing quarterback. I mean, uh, that's, right. an, that's an embarrassment. Want fans Boyle, don't exactly. want that. <laughs> fans don't want to be, like, tuning up to watch Tim Boyle and then being like, hey, who's our tight end? And, and we, have, we have guys out there that have never played in the league they came straight from the bowling alley you got you got you got offensive tackles we're throwing fades to I mean it was a it was an embarrassment and it reminded me that like yeah we got to put up with this now but I'm getting sick of this where there's nothing on the line nothing to play for and a bunch of you know scabs out there that can't play it's ridiculous yeah no I I hear you on that you know obviously one of the bright spots unexpectedly has been like our defense coming to play. I mean, especially when you talk about being shorthanded, bro, like these dudes coming out of nowhere, playing hard, playing for the coach. You can tell they play for each other. They're, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're buying in, you know, I think that obviously there's a lot of things to clean up. So that was a big surprise. I mean, you know, laying, um, you know, how many points they just got dropped on them. Obviously that was, that was a little, a little shocking, a little depressing. Um, but like you said too, it's kind of, you know, it was due, you know, we were you know, from my you know, from my point of view, kind of playing out of our mind, all things considered, uh, for for a while. So, you know, um, Seattle having a down year, but obviously, healthy Russell at quarterback. I mean, shoot, bro. I mean, it's bound to happen once in a while. And like you said, I mean, it's a depleted roster. I'm actually even surprised they even suited up um, our our boy at running back, Swift. I mean, he's been out for a while. Obviously, it's nice to see him get some touches, but. I was almost like even wondering why they even bothered with him, but uh, you know, whatever. If he can just stay healthy, you know, we can get Hawkinson back on the field. I don't know what the heck he's been doing, but if we can get Hawkinson playing good, staying healthy, Swift playing good, staying healthy, uh, a quarterback just just play decent and stay healthy, you know, sure, you know we'll, we'll see what we can do next year. <laughs> Bruh. First, first of all, I mean, tell your your little rusty Emmett on the show you you don't have any strong opinions because the reason they're playing DeAndre Swift, Stefan, bro, is because it's football and he's healthy. So get out there and play. They're like, oh, he's ready to roll, full steam ahead. We're gonna unleash him. I didn't see him barely play for the whole first half. He, he got like a couple snaps here or there. It's like you, you can't sit everybody down. You can't put everybody in bubble wrap. Can't be wait till next year. Then we'll let him play. They, they, they're they used to being tackled. They're NFL football players. It's going to be okay if they have a little bit of contact. So 
Don't give me that, bro. Okay. Like, I'm just sick bro. of this. A little contact, <laughs> bro. Is... Well, listen. When, when... listen. <laughs> Our quarterback's already out. We ain't got nothing to play for. Let's secure that top two pick. Oh, man, Spencer, just, you know, take a little breather, bro. Did, did, did I mention that we gave up 50? So if he played 10 snaps or 20, we gave up 50 and we lost bad and we got embarrassed. And oh, yeah, we got the second pick. Congratulations. That's what I said. We need to preserve the draft pick. We did that. But everything else was absolutely horrible in regards to who was on the field, how they played. I'm not taking any positives away from this game. And we've already talked about it way too long. There's nothing to talk about. We got our ass beat, and, and we looked embarrassing. That's and, and I'm tired of sit them down, wait around, keep them healthy. These guys just need to be healthy next year, play ball, and win games. How about that? Can, can we move to something else? Can we keep this rolling, bro? We got bros talking ball, and you got me all mad here on the first segment. Let's... Hey man, let's let's talk about something fresh. Like let's let's talk about COVID. <laughs> bro. Uh, nah, man, like, yeah, let's let's keep let's keep it moving. <laughs> Usually I say bro instead. That's a big no. All right, so here, here's the thing. But I gotta get your take on this. I'm so curious. You you've obviously missed like the last three shows you should have been on. You finally showed up today. I need your opinion. You gotta tell me. I need to know. I've been saying it on every show. No one's giving me a good answer. So I'm turning to you, bro. And it's simply this. Jared Goff, he can't throw. <laughs> Why? Uh, he's got small <laughs> hands. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, Bruh. it's like he looked good for a minute, bro. You know, hey, it was a little, <laughs> little, little something on him for a few weeks. Got a little rejuvenation. He drank his Red Bull, I guess, before a couple games, but... You know, I mean, listen, I think he's proved he is who he is, man. He He's just an okay average quarterback. He, he's going to rely upon a good team around him. And, you know, he can be a little game manager. It, it's simple. I mean, it is what it is. You're not going to get much more from him. It, it is. That's just, to me, that's the bottom line. He is right. who we thought he, we thought <laughs> he was. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm gonna rephrase it because I didn't. I didn't ask for the Jared Goff breakdown. I said simply this: He can't throw. <laughs> Why? Like because if I had to say what's the top thing that an NFL quarterback needs to be able to do, what what might your answer be? I'm just curious. Just to throw the ball. I mean, vision. I don't know, like pocket <laughs> presence. To, to, arm, are, like are, arm strength. I mean, you're, you're not getting the gimmick. I know you've watched a couple games. Has Jared Goff thrown any spirals this year that you've seen? Has he thrown any nice passes? I'm trying to hear serve up Detroit Kool Aid every week, Drink and all I see now. are these wobbly ducks, these disgusting looking passes from a thirty million dollar NFL quarterback, and I can't figure out why he can't. Throw, and I was hoping you had a great answer. Shoot, man, I, that's a good. I, I wish I knew. Shoot, let sign me up. I'm about to start playing quarterback, bro. Dang. I was gonna say you. I you can throw. throw you Damn. can throw at least two out of ten spirals, and that's one in point five more than number sixteen <laughs> recently. And like you said, I agree. He played halfway decent for a couple ball games, but that doesn't fix the fact that he can't throw. 
I know the people love when I yell it, but I've already yelled it a few times. All right, next topic, man. I want to know from you. St. Brown's been balling. You brought it up early. Everybody's talking about it. They're putting him in the Hall of Fame. Look at this guy. He's the number one receiver. What a great draft pick. Steal the draft. Genius. This guy's incredible. Like, my question to you is, do you think this guy's really an absolute stud wide receiver year after year in the National Football League? Or... Is this one of those cases where this guy's really playing good for the Lions when they're not playing well? Everyone just hoists them up on their shoulders instead of realizing that in a perfect world, when we have a good team, in my opinion, he's like a 2-3 receiver, mostly in the slot. Golden Tate light when he was good, in my opinion. I like the player. I like his mentality, but I think he's getting a little... Too much hype, um, too much love, too early. What about you, bro? Well, listen, bro, until I see him backflip into the end zone against the Vikings in overtime, don't mention Golden Tate. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you took the words out of my mouth for real. Like, he, yeah, I think on a good team, he's a solid two, three receiver. Um, I mean, and honestly, right now, it's kind of what he – I mean, I think Reynolds has, has come – with a little familiar, familiarity, whatever he's he's familiar with golf. He's shown the him and uh, the two of them can connect, and and, and, and Brown's going to be a nice little piece. But to, you know, to act like he's God's gift. Obviously, it's a little extreme. I um, mean, yeah, I do put a lot of credence though on the fact that he was you know a good little steal. You know, you could you could put that label on him. Uh, signs of good things to come, I think, with uh, with the front office we got going forward, though, bro. Yeah, man, we'll we'll see. It's uh, it's just an absolute love fest, and like I love what I've seen. Don't get me wrong, but who else are they gonna throw to? I agree with your point. Reynolds has been solid. He's silky smooth. They could put together a nice little receiving core, but I I don't think that ARSB is gonna be at the top of my list once they start adding some other studs to that position and uh, getting it rolling. He's gonna be in the mix for sure, but probably not at the WR one slot. So let me just move to this one, man. Michigan versus Georgia. Bro, what the hell happened? <laughs> man, oh man, bro. Let me tell you something. I was actually in the state of Georgia. I oh. had my Michigan gear decked out. We were walking around town talking all sorts of garbage to everyone that <laughs> wanted some. And I ate my I ate my words real, real quick. Man, oh man. So Shoot, I don't know, out-schemed, out-coached, out-prepared. You know, it was almost like, God bless it. Like, of course, the SEC is going to live up to that BS hype they get every freaking year. But, you know, I I just think, like, we were almost – it looked like we were happy to be there, bro. Like, we we beat Ohio State. We, you know, we won the Big Ten, and everything else is just, like, the icing on top. Like, but, man, oh, man, it was sure as hell embarrassing. It was kind of – it was – a depressing start to the new year, I'll tell you that. Man, like, I, this was the biggest game of my lifetime as a Michigan fan. It was everything on the line. Everything had been rolling, looking good. And, like, a few minutes in this football game, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say other than this. This is what we had. No chance that's what you got. I mean... Never did I think we would be down so much early. We would never fight. I don't know what we did well throughout the ball game. They just out 
out-physicaled us, out-just tore up our old line. Like, you know, we are just getting blown up all over the place. Of course they have athletes. Of course they have talented football players. But I didn't see it coming at all the way it went down. And it was one of those games where so excited, so pumped, so much on the line. And literally by early third quarter, I was kind of like working on other projects here in the DTO scouting office while the game was on the background because there just was not anything to lock into, um, you know, throughout this football game. I thought it was just very embarrassing, tough to swallow and didn't see it coming at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, let me just add this real quick. I definitely didn't see it coming. And initially I was like, all right, listen, they're on schedule. They, they're, they're getting the ball out quick. They're not even letting our pass rush get to them. And then there was like, I think it may have been a screen or just a, a quick little bubble or something. And you saw the replay in the background in Aiden, who's who we just saw him blow up Ohio state's offensive line who have, you know, first round town across the board. He got freaking pancaked, bro. It was like, these dudes from Georgia are freaks. I'm I, not, I lost a lot of hope. <laughs> I lost a lot of hope real quick. Uh, and yeah, I, the drink started flowing from there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now you did, you kind of know some of the rules here on the pod. You did mention that school that we shall not speak. Of. Hey, listen, Ohio state sucks. <laughs> so we gotta get we, we yeah, gotta get they do we gotta get that, that in you know we gotta what? get <laughs> we gotta get that in whenever we can and one of my new favorite drops i don't know if you've heard this one yet on the show ohio state is vanquished <laughs> ohio state is vanquished oh it's just that's gonna live forever ohio state is vanquished <laughs> man the, the legend right there yes good luck sir. in retirement jim Exactly. So we had to get those in since you mentioned them. But yeah, I mean, to beat up a school like that, and you kind of led me to my next question, man. Like, you know, Hutch didn't play well. Um, you know, people are beating him up. People are, you know, our pass rush was non-existent in that football game. Now, question to you is, would you still take him if he's there for the Lions? The Lions have locked up that number two pick. You know, there's a lot of different ways the Jags could actually go if they end up holding on to that top spot. But all the mock drafts, for the most part, are saying that Hutch is still number one to the Jaguars. Let's say he's there at number two, um, taking him with no worries, or are you little like most people where now you're sort of, uh, I don't know, dropping on maybe, we'll see, I don't know about him. What do you think? You know, this is one of those things, bro, it's like, all right, is, is it heart versus head? You know, like, Obviously, I love the dude. He he freaking balled out, obviously, especially you know this year. But looking back, I mean, I, I almost had to take a deep breath and, and take a step back. I think he had, I think, five career sacks until he just blew up, like went off this year. So it's one of those things, it's it's tough because he was so freaking good this season and had so many impactful plays. I, I do want to see his measurables in the, in the, in the, in the combine and, and see some of the, um, see some of those things kind of come to fruition. But as, as a hometown guy, I, I would love, you know, that whole story just to pan out, but I mean, I gotta kind of, you know, be a little bit weak on my take right now and just say like, I, I'm, I'm torn. You know, I really am. I don't know what your thoughts are. Bruh. <laughs> I, I, this is one of those uh, kind of the opposite of St. Brown where everyone, he does a few things and everybody's, you know, fitting him for the Hall of Fame jacket. This is one of those where this guy's got, you know, everything you look for in a football player from motor to 
you know, character to, um, you know, size, be able to rush, set the edge, play the run. I mean, I, I don't flip out over one game. I mean, of course, there's plenty of other options you could go get, but if he's slipping to two, I, I'm not thinking too hard, and I'm going ahead and taking the uh, the hometown kid, a guy I don't have to worry about whatsoever on or off the field, a guy that I can just plug and play and, and pretty much know he, he already knows how to do everything that Dan freaking Campbell and company are going to want a, an edge guy to do in this type of scheme. Uh, Thibodeau is obviously a good player, and there's other good options as well, but I think it's a pretty easy one, and I'm not one to overreact just to say, wow, you know, he got torn up. Like, this just proves he can't play against NFL talent because Georgia, you know, schemed him out or he didn't have his greatest game ever. Like, I just don't I don't play that. I think there's enough on the, on the board for me to just keep rolling with Hutch. If he's there, I do hope he's there. And uh, if so... I'd uh, turn in the card and take him. I'll just say this real quick, bro. Like, yeah, he's going to be, he would be a great fit as far as culture, as far as, you know, the kind of mentality and personality that, you know, MCDC brings to the table. So he, he would be a good fit. It just, it's just tough. You know, a number two pick, you just, you know, you you don't want to get too cute with it. So, you know, kind of listen, basically what you said, the fact that, you know, he would be a good fit. It, it would be obviously very, very hard to pass him up, but you know, it just, obviously there are a little bit of concerns, but that's life. Stephanie, you know what Hutch's mentality is when he hits the field? You know what, like he might say when he's getting ready to go out there and ball out. Are you curious? <laughs> uh, I feel like I know what's coming. So lay it on me, bro. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right? That's going to be the mentality. I think Hutch was going to take some kneecaps. He's going to take some hunks out of people at the next level. And uh, like you say, I'm going to let the draft process play out as well. But I'm not going to let one game just flip, you know, the script like everybody's doing um, negatively. Just like I don't, you know, trying not to on the positive side for – Number 14 for the Detroit Lions as well. All right, bro, we went a little bit long. You got me upset there. Then we had some fun on the different segments. I still got a lot of questions for you, so I think we need to get our sponsors in here. I appreciate you coming on. They can find you somewhere on Twitter. Every once in a while, you pop up and give me a retweet or a like. I haven't seen any good takes from you, any good content. But where can the people find you if they want to uh, shoot you a message there? Um, well, you know, the people already know what it is. It's, uh, <laughs> I gotta double check it actually. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, J- like, I, I don't even know Chapo, what it is. J-A-P-O 87. <laughs> All right. You just, I, you just go, just search King of Bros. I'll be up there in the queue <laughs> ready to fire off some, some tweets. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, like I said, every time I try to go find you, I'm like, what the hell is this handling? Something Japo, something with a number. And then I have to type in your name and STF and it seems to pop up for me every now and again. I I don't give you as much grief on there as I should. I should beat you up a little more on the old Twitter machine, have some fun, but bro, it's always fun when you come on the show, you've got some funny takes, make me laugh as well as the people enjoy it. So everybody let's get our great sponsors in here. And we come back, I mean, I'm just firing at Stefan questions. He better come strong or don't come at all. Everybody, we'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Um, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers. We're back from the break. Let me fill up that glass before we get rolling. Drink it in now. Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. <laughs> uh, appreciate everybody listening to Kool-Aid Cast. Again, I'm your host, Eric Okri. We got uh, Stefan, the king of all bros, Jappowitz. You can find him on Twitter, sjapo87, I believe is what it is. Um, check him out. Give him a follow. Uh, say bro in the tweet because it makes both of us laugh, and we try to uh, have fun with that here on the on the program. So, Stefan, man, we got into some good topics. I got a little hot under the collar. You couldn't tell me why. Jared Goff, uh, he can't throw. So we still don't know why that is the case, but uh, we'll get it figured out one of these days. He'll probably be the quarterback next year. So I got more things to throw at you, man. So let's just get right into it if you're ready, bro. Oh, I was born ready, bro. All right. So this first one I want to know, like, the Lions play the mozzarella sticks on Sunday. I mean, there's nothing on the line for either team. So I want to know from you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you hate the smug, arrogant, pompous, aloof Aaron Rodgers? I don't know if you've heard this one either. It's been about you know months since you've actually made it here on, on the show. You usually call off because you got like a nail appointment, a chiropractor, you got work late, the white, you know, the girl told you you got to go, uh, you know, shoe shopping, something. So th- th- this is the new thing that we play. We play this for Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray. It works for either of them. I mean, it kind of sums them up pretty quick. You pompous. Stuck up, snot nose, giant twerp, scumbag. 
<laughs> so how, how much on a scale of one to ten can you not stand this guy? He's got the new stupid haircut. He's got the gray beard. He talks like he's the smartest man alive. I don't even want to know what he's doing. Uh, you know, it, it, he thinks he's a medical genius. Like, j- just give us a rating, please, on how annoying this idiot is. Okay, so normally, bro, I would give it a solid 10 out of 10 hatred, but (laughs) any man that can destroy the Chicago Bears, bro, and just make them his personal stepping stone, we'll say, (laughs) family friendly, (laughs) um, I'll I'll, I'll give him a little bit of credit and and put him in a 9 out of 10 because, you know, what you said, God bless it, he's annoying sometimes. Jeez, but he's talented. He beats up the Bears, so... At least there's that. <laughs> Do you have you have a big hatred for the Chicago Bears that I don't know of? I mean, I got my guy Joey Christopoulos on from the Believe Podcasting Network comes on once a month. He's usually on time, ready to go every show. Uh, very entertaining as well. Uh, he's a, he's a Bears guy. You, you got a big hatred stored up for the Bears? I didn't know about this. Maybe I'll have to face you guys off one of these days. Man, I don't know. I don't know who I hate more, the Bears or the Dallas Cowboys, but. I always just seem to like win games and I feel like they're straight garbage, but whatever. We'll move on. (laughs) That's what I, that's what I say to your take. You gave them like less than a 10. It should be way over the scale. I mean, your take. No, God, please. No. (laughs) That's what I, that's what I thought about it. When you started giving him credit or started talking about, I can't hate him that much. I mean, bad, bad opinion by you. I mean, it's, it's way off the scale for me. for this Nine out of 10 ain't bad. Oh my goodness! I'm about well, to play well, the drop let me, again. Let me ask you this real quick, bro. Hold up. Why? Why don't you dislike the Bears? God, you know, sh- let the people know why you're <laughs> up on the Bears, Jock. I I don't like the Bears. I just didn't know that they were like on your top hit list because I told you to like tell me why the smug. Aaron Rodgers. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, (laughs) twerp, scumbag. I mean, that guy's got all that going for him, and instead of tearing him (laughs) apart and giving me a great rant, you start telling me about how you can't stand the Bears and why you like Aaron Rodgers because he beat the Bears. I mean, that wasn't the bit. Dude. It's Chicago sports. It's the Blackhawks (laughs) versus the Wings. It's it's the pretty boy on on the Blackhawks, Kane. All his dangles thinks he's God's gift. He's he's a pompous prick, you know. You know, shoot, Aaron Rodgers, they're one of the same. You got oh. Chicago Bulls, the rivalry with the Pistons back in the day. You know, it's just it's just the whole. Bruh. You know, we've had a, a, a much longer history of going against Chicago teams and having a rivalry there. So I mean, so, at least so, he beats their butt every every year. So, so but this one I'm trying to figure out normally would be a ten out of ten. Instead of taking the last 10 minutes to kill Aaron Rodgers and make fun of him like I do and, and give that to the people, you started dropping hockey takes, uh, Chicago hockey takes and Detroit versus Chicago stuff on us. Is that where we're going now? I mean, you, you've totally flipped the segment. I, I, I'd just like you to say what a, Listen, man, I'm what a jabron sports, man. Aaron Rodgers is. I'm a Detroit sports fan. I, I don't care. I I, I hate equally. <laughs> I hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate freaking cheese. I hate Chicago style pizza. Detroit is where it's at. Screw them all. 
Oh my goodness! All right, I, I was hoping for for more on on Rodgers, but it took a funny turn to uh, Chicago versus Detroit, Chicago Detroit versus everybody. So I, I feel you. I, I'm there with you. So uh, let me ask you this: Should Jared Goff play in this final game if he's ready to go? I mean, we already heard your your previous thoughts, so I'm curious if you'd roll um, number sixteen out there, the guy that cannot throw. Like let him play. I, I could care less because again, like he's a uh, a stopgap. You know what I'm saying? Where Swift is the future. You know what I'm saying? Let him just stay healthy, bro. Like Jerigov is who he is. Like man, get out there, play, get a few more reps with the new guys. You know, get a little momentum built in together going forward. Um, yeah, I could care less. Play the man. <laughs> Before, everybody, I'll just educate the people who've been listening closely. Before, you wanted to sit everybody down, not play anybody, be super careful, don't want to get anybody hurt, don't want to do anything. Should Jared Goff play? Oh, yeah, throw him out there. Who cares? Let's see what happens. <laughs> play him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, you were twisting my words. I said I let the, our best, most dynamic offensive players just sit, sit down for a few. No big deal. <laughs> the man who can't throw a spiral is a big difference, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion. Like he's had all these weird, like, Hey, I've got COVID. I can't play. And then I'm going to play. And then, Oh, I'm still recovering from a knee thing that happened three weeks ago. When, if anybody remembers, like he got his knee rolled up and he pretty much played the rest of that game, won that game. Didn't seem hurt to me. So who knows what's going on with the NFL and these people where they, you know, pull guys out, put them in, especially now. Like, I just was fortunate enough to win a couple of these fantasy uh, leagues I'm in, but, oh, my goodness, the last month or so has been, you don't know who's in, who's out with all this last minute. You know, again, I don't know how the NFL is getting away with it, just taking top players off the field left and right due to, uh, quote-unquote, COVID or this or that. It's just made it very muddy across the league. But I say if he's ready to go – and if they want, uh, you know, this isn't a guy I would bubble wrap by any means. The thing is, he played so well, as you said, for a couple games there. You don't want him to go out and have a horrible game and then have people just totally off on, on you know, the fact that this guy just absolutely is an abomination. So if he doesn't play, you still have that good taste in your mouth. Maybe, though, he plays against a Packer team that has no good starters out there and balls out again. And you're like, all the uh, Jared Goff Kool-Aid and cornbread are just flowing, you know what I mean? Drink it in, man. Oh, you so. know that's about to happen. If he comes out and has a good game, oh, he came out with, with a bad knee and, and showed <laughs> what he can do for the future. It's, it's bound to happen, but, hey, exactly. I, don't, I don't anticipate it. <laughs> He's going to do Jared Goff things. He, uh, I don't know. He'll check down a lot. Swift will get the ball hopefully more exactly. than once. So, I kind of like hey. I, I've already made up my opinion on him, but I think it would be kind of funny if he just came out and threw for like three fifty and three touchdowns and looked great, and then everybody's dipped in the the Jared Goff butter, and you know everything's flowing that the Lions got it all together, and it's all gonna just be gravy from here on. That that'd be fun for me, especially for this show. Drink it in, man. All right, man. I got a couple more, and again, yeah, I let, put you. Let him get. Go ahead. Just say this. I, I would love it if he balls out and some team gives him like some Steve Flynn type contract, like when he when he balled out against the Lions a couple years ago in the last game of the season. 
So it probably Let sounds something some like this. Something, you know? He balls out. A team calls Brad Holmes in the offseason. Hey, um, you know, we're, we're kind of strapped at quarterback. Uh, you know, we we're wondering about. Yes. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Easiest phone call Brad Holmes will ever have. Yeah, you were saying, you know, oh, yeah, I was going to mention, you know, about Jared. Go- yes. <laughs> Whatever it is, we'll take it. You can have him. That's probably how that would go. Yeah. So. Oh. All right, all right, bro. Here's yeah. the thing: like you kind of messed up my earlier one—a one out of ten about the pompous, aloof, arrogant, smug piece of garbage named Aaron Rodgers. So let's see what you got on this one. On a scale of one to ten, caffeine espresso shots—you know how uh, Dan Campbell does it, right? Like on a scale of one to ten of those caffeine espressos and a double vente latte, how well? Would you say that Dan freaking Campbell has done this year as head coach? Ooh, man, that's a, I like the guy. I don't, I don't want to be too hard on him, bro. Uh, I think he's shown improvement. I think the players have shown that they like him. They play for him. They play hard for him. He's got, you know, he's got that energy that pumps everybody up. But man, I, I gotta, I gotta give him more like a three, you know, because what? just some of the boneheaded mistakes. Man, can I, can I, can I talk? But listen, it doesn't mean I don't think the up. Listen, that just means upside, bro. I think the upside is huge. But as of this year, based on just some of the uh, the in-game tactics. And only really, it's only for in-game tactics and some of the bad, you know, mistakes. I gotta give him, you know, on the lower end, three or four. But that doesn't mean I'm, I'm still not high on the dude. You know, I just again, he's a he's a rookie head coach. He made some boneheaded moves, but despite all that, like I mentioned in the beginning, I think the players like him. Players have bought in, and um, you know, he's gonna. I think he's gonna take a, a couple big steps going forward. So um, I'm still happy with that. He's our. I'm still very happy he's our coach. Dan Campbell reporting in on Stefan's grade, a three out of ten for his head coaching this year. You've had enough of that. <laughs> I agree, Dan Campbell. That's garbage. I mean, when he said it, it deserves a Frank R- Ribble quad. Wow. 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 <laughs> three out of ten espresso double shots on the Vente Lattes from Stefan. You guys can find him at S Japo. <laughs> Hit him up on Twitter and give him garbage for that. And that's a absolute disrespect to Dan Campbell. Uh, you know, he's, he's nowhere well, you near a three. You're telling me he didn't make some bad calls. He was aggressive this year. You're he's got me. moxie. He's got he's got a oh, set of third, onions on him. He's not a three okay. out of ten third by any 31 means. 31 draw plays aggressive and shows moxie. Okay. <laughs> Bro, Listen. that's not a I three think, out yeah, of ten. He was aggressive. Listen, that's, that's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna find his groove. There was times where he was aggressive. He shouldn't have been. There was times where he was conservative. It should have been aggressive. It's fine. He's gonna be okay. He's a rookie head coach. It's gonna be fine. He's just finding that little groove. He's he's getting better at play calling. But let's really, he's definitely got a lot better at play calling. But you got to take the whole picture in consideration. <laughs> oh no, a three point five out of ten. It is what it is. <laughs> Next year will be like a six. <laughs> 
that's going to be like a solid eight. We're good to go. <laughs> I am taking the whole picture, bro. And the fact that this is called the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Drink it in, man. Cornbread. Cornbread. And you just gave our man Dan Freaky Campbell a three out of ten on espresso shots. It's an embarrassment to the show. I mean, I don't even know what to say to you right now. But I got more questions, so we got to keep this thing rolling. Uh, I got two two more for you. Here, here's one. Who who do you see this final game at? Or how do how do you see how do you see this final game at Ford Field against the Green Bay Cheddarheads going down? And, and what kind of score do you got? I mean, like we talked about earlier, I think Green Bay Packers have nothing to play for. Uh, I don't anticipate a lot of their players playing, so uh, I do anticipate. You know, a, a golf giving it a go. I do, you know, and Swift giving it a go. Um, so, I mean, I could definitely see us winning the game. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, getting butterflies in the stomach to see it by any means, but uh, I think it's just going to be like a sloppy game. It's going to be Green Bay is going to show their lack of the depth, especially without, you know, Rogers playing. And uh, I mean, I think. You know, we get a we get a W at home in the season. You know, get the fans something to cheer about going forward. Um, maybe like a like a like a twenty to, to seventeen type game. Nothing too crazy. Defensive struggle. Our okay. boy DeHarris is going to come back. Our, our defense going to have a bounce back week after the embarrassment of Seattle. <laughs> All right, you you redeemed yourself a little bit there. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in. Uh. <laughs> that was that was more positive. That was more, uh, you know, how what, what the show's geared towards. But I I think you know if we had draft pick status where like we could go from two to six or something on the line, this would be a real conundrum for me. But the fact that number two's locked, the fact that nobody really sees the Jacksonville Jaguars losing, you just go in and you try to drop a bomb on the Packers. I don't care. Who's in, if it's their first teamers or their scrubs they got from the local bowling alley, you go out there and you try to play as well as you can, score as many points as you can, and like you said, give the fans something here to end it. Beat this team that is just like the greatest thing since, you know, um, you know the the Green Bay Packers to me are a team that was on on the – I was trying to think of something more clever, but I couldn't do it, I, especially cheese-related. I was like, I can't really do a good cheese one, even though I want to make fun of them more. But, like, I was expecting them to implode and, you know, the smug Aaron Rodgers have a horrible year and ride off in the sunset. And instead, they're, like, at the top. They got the bye, this, that. I'm here to tell you they're going to get bounced in the playoffs. And if they were to make it to the Super Bowl, that I'm going to boycott the Super Bowl because I'm not watching um, that guy play quarterback in the biggest game. But it's not going to happen because he always chokes. So if he He's over there with his hat, laughing, trying to be Mr. Uh, personable, even though nobody likes him. Like, I hope the Lions just go out there and, like you say, I'm I'm unsure if Jared Goff will play, but if Swift gives it a little bit of a go, we've got our other running backs, Reynolds and St. B. I feel like we'll go out there. Let's just drop like 35 plus on these guys. Let's put it up like 35 20, where they can just like walk off the field and Green Bay. Oh, it doesn't matter. We didn't come anyway. And the Lions are just like, what? We'll see you next year. What? <laughs> and just like feeling good about themselves right off in the sunset. Dan Campbell just have an amazing coaching performance. That's what I'm looking for. I think we do have uh, the most onside kick recoveries this year, any team. So, you know, hey, we got, we got some things, <laughs> things that look good for us. 
You've been storing up that stat all show, haven't you, bro? Oh yeah, baby. You know, uh, hey, is that we got nothing? We got nothing to lose. Sometimes, yeah. So, Bruh. I guess sometimes we got since we got some nothing to lose, and maybe excuse some of the decisions that are kind of stupid from Dan Campbell. But again, like I said, I'm just going to make sure that people know I love me some MCDC. I think he's, I think he's a great fit for us. And a man is going to, is going to be a um, solid head coach for us. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> AKA Stefan is rethinking that three out of 10 because he knows it was simply this. It was a bad decision. Period. Point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. <laughs> All right, man. This this is the, this is the last question. I can't no, wait man, to hear. To, listen, honesty is is what the people want. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, I I want to end on this because you you better give me something good. So one final question: What is going to get you, the king of all bros, hyped for the Lions' future? What do they have to do to make you drink more or any? Of that Detroit Kool-Aid and know without a shadow of a doubt that they got it right this time, bro. I need to know. <laughs> well, that's a that's a, like a very uh broadly stated question, bro. Uh no <laughs> but, I mean, I don't care what the Lions do as long as they're winning ball games, man. It could be it could be ugly, it could be defensive, it could be uh greatest show on turf for all I care. I'm just, man, I just want to see us build a friggin' football team because, God, man, once we start winning games in the playoffs, man, this, 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 this whole city is about to be so wild. You can't what, help what? but build off the energy, you know, and, and just be, be like, you know, it's going to be nice to just rub it in people's faces like the bandwagon fans. Like, no, we, we ride or die with the Lions no matter what, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. Like, it, it's going to be – it's just going to be great times ahead. So – I mean, obviously, I think you know, any one thing. I mean, it's just smart, quality picks in the draft. No big deal. We're gonna we're gonna build the team the right way. And listen, man, we win ball games. I'm happy. Simple as that. There it is. Stefan wants W's. He wants wins. It's all about that one pride. One pride. Thank you, Benny. Um, so, I mean, we all want wins, man, but I was uh, wondering, you know, if it's quarterback for you, is it a fancy skill player, is it this, is it that? You just want W's, doesn't matter how it comes, I can get with you on that. So, Stefan, I mean, I did what I normally do, I beat you up a little bit, I ruffled your feathers, we had some laughs, you had some takes, some good, some not so good, kind of like that Dan Campbell, 3 out of 10 take. Uh, other than that, it was great to have you back on, you made it, you did it, you entertained the people. Do you have anything else for them before we get up out of here? Listen, I was telling you, I'm going to make it real easy for the people to find me at, at the Polish Nightmare. Let me get these uh, <laughs> social media creds uh, updated. I'll be out here spinning some straight facts. Uh, whether you like it or not, I speak the truth, bro. There we go. Bruh. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Always fun to chat, man. I'll catch you next week. And all the people, all the great listeners, all the Kool-Aid drinkers, we'll catch you next week. Right? We'll catch you Friday. It's only the Wednesday show. I'll catch you Friday right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Bro.
drink it in, man.